the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. Under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III, Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. Can you imagine for a moment if the fire fell on you right now where you are and God just hits you with a bolt of Holy Ghost lightning? Or are you too embarrassed because you're so sophisticated? Or that the Lord might cause you to reveal something you don't want other folk to know. Because let me tell you something, when the fire falls, stuff starts getting uncovered. You know, the first thing that burns up when fire hits it is the, is the, the lightweight stuff, the insignificant stuff. You know, the stuff that's like the mascara on the outside, that starts melting away first. You know, the stuff that you didn't cover it up with, you know, the, the masquerade. That burns off first. And then you get to see what's really behind the mask. Prepare the offering. Prepare the sacrifice. Get it ready. Cut it up in pieces. Be ready. Be ready to die on the altar. Be ready to allow God to consume your life with his fire. Get the sacrifice ready. And then... He says, now lay it on the altar. Lay the sacrifice on the altar. There's an old song that asks the question, is your all on the altar of sacrifice laying? That's a good question. Is my all on the altar for God? Lay it on the altar. And then the last thing he says, now what we're going to do at the end, he says, choose the offering, cut it up, lay it on the altar. Don't assist. Don't put no fire under it. And then what we're going to do, you're going to have a chance to call on your God. Okay? That's it. That's the, simpl- that's, that, that's the simplicity of it. Call on your God. That's the challenge. This is how we're going to challenge. We're going to challenge. And, and then he says, and the God that answers by fire, we, we're going to conclude that he is God. Now watch this. I, I need you to understand a little backdrop. Now, the reason why they're, they're, they're good with this, because the text says, the people said, oh yeah, that's good. You've spoken well. When I asked you who really is God, you ain't had nothing to say. Now, when I lay out the challenge, they say, oh yeah, you've spoken well. In the back of their mind, they're thinking, Elijah, you a dummy. You don't even know. <laughs> you, you called us to Mount Carmel. That's the home of Baal. That's, that's, Baal's, that's Baal's headquarters. And, and, and Baal, he, fire ain't nothing for him. So, man, you're going to lose, Elijah. And so they say, you've spoken well. We good. All right. Challenge on. Let's go. 
I'd like to challenge you to do the same thing with your God who is who you believe is God. Take your sacrifice, put it on the altar. Take your problem, put it on the altar. Take your mess and put it on the altar. And then what I want you to do is, is once you've prepared it, you got it on the altar, and I want you to call on the name of your God. Okay? Go ahead. Call on the name of your God. Call on Buddha. Call on Muhammad. Call on Confucius. Call, call on whoever, whatever God you have. I mean, if, if it's your Lexus, call on your Lexus. If it's your, if it's your Mercedes, call on your Mercedes Benz. Call, if it's your 401, call on your 401. If it's your annuity, call on your annuity when your body is broken and sickly. Call on it and see if they'll answer by fire. See if your God is able to answer by fire. See if your God will rain down fire from heaven to resolve your issue. Pastor, now, come on, you, you, you being hard. No, I'm walking you through the text. Because I want you to see something about when the fire falls. Lord, help me, God. And so Elijah says, okay, y'all go first. Because it's a lot of y'all. He says, I'm the only one left. He, he, that wasn't exactly right because there were some other prophets that were being hidden in the caves and they were being protected by another one who used to be on King Ahab's side and they had gone and parted their ways. But nevertheless, he says, y'all go first. And so Elijah takes and gets him an easy chair, lawn chair or something. He's sitting on a mountain with them. And he says, y'all go ahead and go first. And uh, I'm, I'm just going to chill here and see what happens. Okay, and so this is my version of the story. So he, he just he's chilling. He's just cooling. I mean, imagine Snoop in a lounge chair, you know, he just laid back, you know, just laid back waiting for a fire. to. Now, Elijah already knows ain't no fire coming from Baal because he has not the power to do what God can do. He already knows, so he can relax. Can I talk to somebody right now? You got folks that's around you talking about I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You ain't even got, don't sweat it. If they're not calling on the living God, he can do nothing. Can't do nothing. So Elijah's chilling. He says, okay, y'all go ahead and call. So they start calling. Now, now this, these are the rules. The rules are choose your offering, set it on the altar, don't put any fire underneath it, call on your God, and the God that answers by fire, he is God. That's the rules. Here's what they do. From 6 a.m. until noon, they are calling on the name of Baal, calling on the name of Baal. And verse 26 says there was no answer and no voice. And so even though the rules are you're only supposed to call on the name of your God, they started leaping around the altar. Not that this was going to help, but they thought it would. Come on, Baal. Come on, do something. Do something. And I know they get more anxious as noon is rolling around because this is six hours of calling on a God who has no ears. This is six hours of talking to a stone who has no flesh, who has no spirit, who has no life, who has no ability to do anything for you. How long have you been calling on your fake God and he hasn't done a thing? 
from 6 a.m. to noon, they're calling, and there's no voice, no answer. Verse 27 says, at noon, Elijah starts making fun of him. He's having fun with the whole matter. He says, hey, I see y'all jumping up and down, calling on Baal. You know, you might want to do that a little louder because maybe he's asleep. Maybe he went on vacation. He's on a faraway journey. He went on vacation, and y'all got to call him back. Or he's sleeping, you got to wake him up. So he's having fun with the whole thing. And the text says, verse 28, they started cutting themselves now. Now they're slicing themselves and bleeding all over the altar, which was a custom. But that wasn't part of the rules. You ain't supposed to be bleeding all over stuff. They cutting themselves, jumping up and down, bleeding and bloodied up everything. And now they got a bloody mess because the offering already is bloody. What you need more blood for? So they got blood everywhere. It's a mess all over the altar. And they're jumping up and down. And I just, in my sanctified imagination, I can just see they jumping up and down. And there's pools of blood are splashing everywhere. And they're calling on Baal. And the text says, verse 28, no voice, no answer. Still. Because Baal can't hear them. Bill doesn't answer them. So verse 29 says, then from noon until six, they prophesied to Baal and there's no voice and no answer and no one paid attention. This is exhausting because they have been doing this from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., It's 12 hours of calling on Baal and jumping up and down and cutting themselves and prophesying and doing everything they could possibly do to provoke their God to answer by fire on his mountain. And not a word, not a voice, no one's paying attention. If I could just lift that phrase right out of verse 29 I believe it's in verse 29 if I could lift that phrase right out of verse 29 and and just let you know if you're not calling on the living God no one is paying attention so first you have this challenge to the people to answer they don't answer then you have a challenge to see which God will answer and Baal doesn't answer got no answer No answer, no voice, not even paying attention. So then thirdly, the challenge is completed when God answers. So God answers is all over. The challenge is over. So they've had from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., nothing happens. So then Elijah says, okay, my turn. Get out the way. Verse 30. Verse 30 picks up. He says, then Elijah said to all the people, come over here. Come near me. So all the people came near him, and look what he did. He repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. Can I talk to somebody right now? Some of our altars are broken down because we have not been giving sacrifices to the Lord for a long time. We haven't sacrificed anything. We haven't sacrificed our time. We haven't sacrificed our energy. We haven't sacrificed our service. We haven't even sacrificed his money back to him. So we haven't sacrificed for a long time. So our altar is broken. But if you want fire to fall from heaven, you got to rebuild the altar. Israel had not worshipped the living God in a long time. And so the altar was broken down. They had not offered up what he had told them. They're supposed to be giving him regular offers. They're supposed to be laying these things on the altar. But the altar is broken because I could talk to you this morning. Repair the altar. If you want the fire to fall and you want him to answer by fire, if you want him to complete the challenge, 
repair the altar. He builds the altar, explains all that, verse 32, 33, comes back. He put the wood under it. Then he, then he does something extraordinary. He, he pours all this water all over the top of it. And guess what? This makes the challenge harder. If the fire is going to come, it's got to be some real fire. This ain't just no, you know, little spark. This ain't a sparkly. You're not going to set this sacrifice on fire that it might be consumed by the Lord with all this water on top of it unless he really is God. So he put all this water on it. They do it another time, a second time, a third time. They got all this water on it. They got the water running all over the place. And he all got trenches running all through. And there's water all around. And, and then it came to pass. Verse 36 says, at the evening time of offering, he said, Lord, answer. Show them that you are God and I am your servant. And everything I'm doing, I've done at your word. I'm not doing this just to impress people. I'm doing it because you told me to show them who God really is. And so he, he says, hear me, O Lord, and hear me that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. That's what God's really after. He wants the people to know he's God, that their hearts might be turned back to him. And so he says now, uh, Elijah cries out to them, and, and, then, and then guess what happens? When Elijah calls out to God, when Elijah prays to God, verse 30, 38, I believe it is, he says, um, then the fire of the Lord fell. When you've done everything that God has told you to do, You've positioned yourself to let God do what he wants to do. You've been obedient so that God can act in his providential way to show everybody that he is God. Then the fire fail. When the fire fail, it consumed the sacrifice. It consumed all the water. This fire that fell was so consuming because you know he is a consuming fire. It consumed the stones that were laid around that built the altar. Wow. It even consumed the dirt and dust that were there. Watch what happens. Verse 39 says, when the people saw, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. I love it. I love it. They could not deny that he was God. When the fire failed, They couldn't deny that he was God. Matter of fact, I love this because the people not only had a quiet acknowledgement, they had an open, verbal, double acknowledgement. The Lord, that is Yahweh, that is Adonai, that is God Almighty. He is God. They acknowledge it and they say it twice. They can't help themselves. They fall down on their faces before the fire of God and they begin to worship and acknowledge that he is God. He is God. If I can just walk somebody down memory lane, there may have been a time in your life where God came through for you. Help 
me, Jesus. And you put yourself in position that God could show you that he was God. You were in an impossible situation and the fire fell. And when the fire fell, you could not do anything but say, Lord, you did it. Nobody, you couldn't give credit to the doctor. You couldn't give credit to the nurse. You couldn't give credit to the judge. You couldn't give credit to mama or daddy. All you could do is say to Lord, you are God. I've had some situations in my own life where it was impossible for man, but with God, Jesus, all things are possible because when the fire falls, Lord Jesus, oh, I wish I could explain this like I see it. When you get in position and you call on the name of the Lord, knowing that he's coming through, knowing that he can work it out, knowing that he can change the situation, the fire from God will fall. And when the fire falls, Lord Jesus, it'll set you ablaze. When the fire falls, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Jesus, when the fire falls you'll know that you know that you know he is God can't nobody make you doubt him because at that point you know too much about him you can oh Lord God when the fire from heaven falls when you've called on the name of the Lord help me God and the fire falls on you you'll know that there's hope in the fire Jesus help me help me walk through this Lord when the fire comes down oh lord even though i gotta walk through the fire i'll know there's hope in the fire i won't give up i won't give in i'll know that he's my god when the fire falls lord have mercy god let it fall in such a way that all the saints will receive tongues of fire tongues that won't stop declaring the goodness of the Lord. Tongues that won't stop telling how good God has been. Let the fire fall, Lord. Let the fire fall. Let the fire fall, Jesus. Let it fall. When the fire falls, Lord God Almighty, let everybody know you're in charge of the fire. And when they set a fire for you, it's just a boomerang fire. When the fire falls, we'll know what choice you've made. Whether you chose glory in heaven or whether you chose the lake of fire because when the fire falls help me God when the fire falls we'll know who you've been calling on when the fire falls if you've been calling on Buddha ain't no fire falling if you've been calling on Muhammad ain't no fire falling if you've been calling on your car your house your bank account ain't no fire falling but when you call on Jesus I wish I had a witness Jesus 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 when you call on Jesus in the midnight hour when you lay on your faith Jesus 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 I need you Lord come see about me Lord help me here God I'm struggling Lord when you call on Jesus the fire will fall the fire will fall 
and you'll know he is God. He is God. When you're sick in your body, doctors say you ain't going to get well. I declare, I dare you, call on the name that's above every name. Call on Jesus. He'll let the fire fall. He'll burn up the cancer. He'll consume the tumors. I declare he will. He'll heal your body from the inside out. He'll change the x-ray. Do I have a witness in the house? When you call on Jesus, there's nothing too hard for him. He'll consume all the mess in your life. He'll set your life ablaze. Oh, Lord. The people said, he is God. He is God. Can I get somebody to help me this morning? He is God. If you believe that today, he is God. I know, I know, Pastor, you wearing us out. One more time. He is God. Elijah said, now, gather up all them phonies. We're going to get rid of them. Because if there's only one God, we don't need these fake prophets. If, if he is God, let's get rid of all those other little idols. Let's throw out our lucky rabbit's foot. Let's get rid of all those obstacles that we have in front of us that are keeping us from trusting him. Let him be God and follow him. I don't know how else to tell you, but when you call on him, he will answer. And when he answers by fire, if you ever doubted it before, you'll know. He is God. Father, we need you right now in this place. Somebody is in trouble. Somebody is in need of your healing fire. Someone needs proof that you are God and God alone. Lord, even now, have your way. Have your way in this place and in the lives of your people. And we will, yes, we will give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. It's in Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving and expectation. And all the people of God said together, amen. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance 
for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.